Hello, and welcome to The Conversation with Susan and Whitney, the podcast where two friends from college discuss shared interests, insights, and how we're navigating our lives today. This is an ongoing conversation about how we're surviving and thriving. We discuss the important and the trivial and other fun topics in between. I'm Susan Field, a writer and teacher in Philadelphia. And I'm Whitney Gould, a writer and marketing director in New Hampshire. Hey, Whitney. So this is our first mini episode. We wanted to record these little short conversations for everybody so you could hear a glimpse into what we're currently reading and enjoying. So Whitney, what are you reading recently or what have you read recently and what are you currently reading right now? So I just finished the novel Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow. Have you heard of that one? No, I have not. Who's that by? So it's by Gabrielle Zevin. I think her most famous book is The Storied Life of A.J. Fickery, which I have not read, and I think it's going to be a movie. But there was just a lot of... I kept seeing this book everywhere, and it was sort of interesting to me. So I put it on my library holds list, and I got in. But it's about two friends who make video games together, and they... It's set both in Boston and in California, and it was just like the timeline of the video game company they create together, and it was it was actually really interesting. Not something I traditionally would have picked up, but there were a lot of great reviews, so I, I grabbed it, and it was enjoyable. Is that one that you'd heard about on Ann Bogle's podcast, which you read next? I feel like I might have heard of that one before. It's not, the, the plot sounds familiar. I heard about it a couple different places. So it was on like Amazon Kindle editors had chosen it as like the best book of 2022. The New York Times also loved it. And then I think John Green gave a, who was one of my favorite authors, he gave a quote for the cover called it brilliant. And so I was like, oh, if everybody thinks this is great, maybe I should check it out. John Green thinks it's brilliant. <laughs> right, right. And John Green said it was like unique and special or something. And I was like, oh, well, he would know. That's good. So yeah, it was I, I enjoyed it a lot. What are you reading? So Whitney, I'm reading Remarkably Bright Creatures. And I should say I'm listening to it actually on, on audiobook. It's by Shelby Van Pelt cover of this book has a huge bright orange Pacific octopus on it. So what's interesting about this book is it's told in alternating perspectives between this cleaning woman at an aquarium and the Pacific octopus is also one of the narrators. And his name is Marcellus. Um, And he starts each chapter out saying like, oh, day 1050 of my captivity, whatever. So each each of his perspectives comes from a, a place of captivity and what his life is like in the aquarium and his observations and he and the cleaning woman form a relationship. So kind of reminds me a little bit of The Shape of Water, which was a movie that was nominated for an Oscar a few years back. Just in that movie, there was a relationship between a woman and like this fish creature or whatever. <laughs> it, was, it was a little different. You'd have to go back. It, that was based on a novel as well. But I'm really enjoying this book so far just because it's so unique hearing the perspective of the octopus named Marcellus. And there's a bit of a mystery to it too. Like the octopus is able to observe certain things going on um, from the tank about humans. He's observing humans. He's able to like see certain things that the humans themselves cannot see. So right now I'm still like sort of in the middle of it and I don't really know what's going to happen with the central plot, 
but it's it's really good. I'm I'm very much enjoying it. So I definitely recommend that for just like a different type of book. Yeah. So Whitney, prior to the book that you're reading now, I know you and I, when we recorded our first episode a few weeks ago, we were having a conversation about some feel good romances that we were reading. So could you tell us more about those feel good romances? So I'm actually still reading a series by Penny Reed called the Winston Brothers series. And you may have seen these books floating around the internet because they have very unique covers. So they're about seven brothers with beards. Or maybe there are only six brothers and there's a, there is a sister. So there, it might just be seven children, I think, technically. Covers are just like cross-stitch bearded faces. They have like kind of silly titles. The f- I've read the first three so far. And the first one was called Truth or Beard. Like, instead of truth or dare, truth or beard. Second one was grin and beard it. (laughs) And then the third one, which I think is my favorite one so far in the series, was called beard science instead of, like, weird science. Those are funny. You know how I appreciate a good pun? I'm over here smirking on the other end of this microphone. Love those titles. The one I'm reading now is the fourth book in the series, and it's called Beard in Mind. Instead of like bear in mind, you know, there's beard in hiding, Dr. Strange beard, beard with me, beard necessities and a beardy bonus are the other books in the series. And then I learned when I read the third book, Beard Science, that the two characters in that book also have a mystery series offshoot. So I can't wait to read that. I'm so excited. What I like the best, right? Like a mystery and romance together, but What I really love about this series and about Penny Reed, the author, and her approach to romance and just feel-good stories is that her characters are very well-developed and they're very unique. The town that she created for, or like the area that she created for this series is Green Valley, Tennessee, and it's a really interesting mix of people with old Southern money and a biker gang and people who were adopted and find out later. And it's just like the the cast of characters that you kind of keep going back to is just really unique and different. And the book that I'm reading right now, Beard in Mind, one of the characters has OCD. So she's really good about highlighting differences like that and not in a way that makes them feel gratuitous, if that makes sense. This is just a person in their experience, which I find really cool. Plus the protagonists, both male and female in her books, feel relatable and entertaining and not perfect caricatures, which I like. So are you reading these in hardcover? You mentioned the covers, I think. Oh, I'm reading them all in ebook. But I mean, I'd seen, it's funny because like the artwork is very, it's very memorable. So I remember even before I decided to read these that I was like seeing them places because they're very memorable covers like cross stitch beards (laughs) you know you remember them well maybe we can include a link to what these covers look like in our show note for this episode which by the way I forgot to mention off the top we wanted to call these mini episodes novel ideas so this is our first novel idea and speaking of the romance books, these feel-good romances. In the beginning of the year, I had read two books out of the Virgin River series. I read book number five and number six. Obviously, I had read the other previous books in 2022. 
But this year, I just happened to get a couple of the audiobooks that were available from the library. Noticed that when I requested the first one a very long time ago at this point, it was like right after the show came out, there was such a long wait. It took like six months for me to get maybe like the first three books. But now these later ones in the series, it seems like they're available right now. It seems like maybe readers didn't get that far in the series. So I've been able to consume those a lot faster. But I was going to say that, uh, you know, sometimes my experience with looking up source material from a show has been like, oh, it's nothing new maybe not worth it. Like you could just watch the show, but I do feel like these Virgin River books by Robin Carr are worth a read because there's a lot of characters and plot lines and a lot of things from these books that are not in the show. And it is kind of interesting to see like which plot lines they took or which characters they took to the show and which ones they didn't. So I've, I've really enjoyed the series so much. They take place in the small town of Virgin River, but there's just such a great sense of community in these books There's so many smaller characters and lots of interwoven crisscrossing plot lines. It's very interesting the way Robin Carr will tee up the next romance in the current book. So you'll, you'll meet some characters and you'll start to get a little bit of the blossoming of that story. And then, you know, by the end of that book, it's like ready for the next book to be about these two characters and to continue the, the romance. So uh, they're really good and I'm really enjoying them. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I find that a lot of the romance series that I get into are the ones that do that, right? That like kind of start, like they sort of lay the groundwork, right, for the next character story in the previous book. The The book I'm reading now, interestingly enough, Beard and Mind, book number four in the Winston Brothers series by Penny Reed, takes place at the same time as book number three did. And so I just finished book number three two books ago. And it's kind of interesting because I think that's the first time I've had a book series do that where it was the same timeline for two books with similar characters, but this book, the male protagonist has more of a role than he did in the previous book, right? But yeah, I love that. I think that that makes it a comfort read, right? Because you, it's not like starting a whole new book in a whole new world, right? You already have familiarity in that world with those characters. So you can kind of get deeper with them as the story goes along. Right. Definitely. It feels like you are returning to old friends. Yes. So you're right. That's exactly why it is a comfort read. Like I feel like these books to be sort of cliche or corny here, they're like chicken soup romances. Mm -hmm. Like they do really focus a lot on families, the close knitness of families, how close knit the friendships are in this small town of Virgin river. And I feel like that's what makes the series so great. You know, like I wasn't expecting it much when I came to these books, but I was surprised at how much depth there is to them. I do feel Robin Carr is a good writer. I love the audiobook narrator. Her name's Therese Plummer, I think her name is. Yeah, she's wonderful. I actually can't imagine not listening to her read these books to me. But yeah, they have surprising depth. There's humor to them. I think the dialogue is really good. And yes, there there are a lot of steamy scenes that make it a good romance, but I think there's also just the depth of the relationships is what makes me want to keep coming back to see what happens next. I, I, I feel very invested in the small town of Virgin River. I love it. So Susan, what are, are you going to read? Is there another book in the Virgin River series that you're planning to? Oh my gosh, yes. I was going to say, I don't have it in front of me of how many, but I want to say there might be like literally like 20 oh. books. So I just finished books a few weeks ago. I noticed that on my library 
inventory, I guess you want to say, they don't have the next audiobook by Therese Plummer. You can just get out the ebook. So I might have to try to do this on my own without Therese reading to me. But I did want to just take a little break from Virgin River since I read two books back to back in January. So I'm just taking a little breather. I think I will return to the ebook. And yeah, I can I can see myself working my way through these books maybe you know, as a long-term commitment, I don't see myself reading all of them in the next year, but let's see if they continue to be as strong as these first six have been. I, I could definitely see myself finishing the series and that would be quite an accomplishment, I think. Yeah. I also think what makes a series like the one you're reading or the one I'm reading right now sort of good and helpful for me is that they're not a thousand page books. It's not reading like the Game of Thrones series where it's really thick and it's like a commitment, mm-hmm. right? Because I know Devin had recommended a series to me a couple years ago, and I bought the first book, but I am intimidated by the length of it, right? So, and she said it took her like several months to get to a point where it was like interesting, right? And yeah. so I think these books, like the ones you and I are talking about right now, are kind of easier to get into, right? It's easy, they're more accessible. And then you kind of, you can't wait for the next installment because you know it's going to be satisfying and have a a big payoff with not as much time investment. Right. What's interesting is by reading or listening to the books on audio, you can't really see the heft of the books. But now I've gotten really good at knowing like how many hours Mm -hmm. equates, like how big a book would be, you know. But some of them, I would say the majority of these have been really digestible reads. Like I, I think book number five, I pretty much finished it in a weekend. Now I had a lot of free time in that weekend. I was dog sitting at my sister's house. So I had the house to myself and well, I guess that's not really a good point of reference because I live by myself. So I always have the house to myself, but I was able to just sort of listen to the book all weekend. I didn't have to worry about anyone else overhearing it, but I pretty much got through the whole book. But I feel like because of the strength of the relationships and the romance storyline, and you feel like you're invested in the characters, that's what helps you get into them like right away. Like now that I'm further into the series, I don't feel like I have to spend a ton of time getting to know the characters. And sometimes they have been new, but I feel like uh, the writer is so gifted in having you feel like you know the characters right from the beginning, maybe just because of the ensemble characters that you are familiar with. Mm -hmm. And also I feel like feel good romances and definitely recommend the Virgin River books. And I've been enjoying the process so far. Yes. Virgin River series is actually on my list to read at some point, too, because I know how much you have enjoyed them. Once I get done with the Winston Brothers series, maybe I can check that out. Yeah, no. And I, like I said before, I was surprised at how much I did like them. Like I really had probably zero expectation going into them. I just knew I enjoyed the show. But I love that when I'm surprised by how much I do like the stories and how much depth they do have. And I I definitely recommend them. So... All right, Whitney. Well, I'm excited to have another novel reads down the road in which we talk about books that we are currently reading or possibly shows we are watching, but it was great catching up with you. Until next time. Talk to you later. Join us next time when we pick up where we left off and continue the conversation. Check us out on Instagram at Susan and Whitney on Facebook at the conversation with Susan and Whitney, or send us an email at Susan and Whitney at gmail.com. That's S-U-S-A-N, the word and, W-H-I-T-T-N-E-Y. Our music is by Offshane and our editing is supported by Upwork. If you like our show, leave us a rating, review, or share with a friend. Talk Talk to you later. later.